Welcome back to another episode of my Purposeful Power Within podcast. I'm your host, Jeannie Layton. On my last episode, I discussed family vacations and the importance of that time together. In this episode, I want to discuss self-care. What comes to mind when I say self-care? Do you think of it in more of a physical sense or an emotional sense? For a long time, I associated self-care with the need to spend money on myself, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who has thought that. What are some signs we as adults need some self-care? Exhaustion, insomnia, tension headaches, emotional, angry, rough day at work, an argument, a death in the family, dealing with sickness of yourself or others, working too many hours, feeling overwhelmed, lost your usual mojo, you've become a negative thinker, everything hurts, you eat like garbage, constant anxious feeling, depression, and the list could go on and on. I asked a question on my personal social social media page about self-care, and the responses that I got were interesting. It was fairly even split between physical and emotional. So let's go through some of the responses. First, let's start with the physical. Making time to work out, taking a bath, asking for help, taking time to do whatever you want, having a dark tan in the summer, time in nature, time with animals, pizza in the bathtub, using your body for your favorite activities, singing, indulging in yummy food, getting enough sleep, getting a massage or a pedicure, and a lazy day. Now let's move on to the responses that were more emotional based. Setting boundaries, being kind to yourself, taking time to breathe and meditate, taking care of your mind and your body, creating a beautiful space you surround yourself with, using the word no, practicing gratitude, self-acceptance, and eliminating toxic people. We live in a world that can be very stressful and taxing on us emotionally and physically. Allowing ourselves a chance to recharge is very important. As adults, we can more easily recognize the need for a recharge most of the time, but can your kids recognize when they need a recharge? A kid isn't going to say, mom, I need some self-care. It's probably going to be more along the lines of a tantrum, a meltdown, or an emotional episode of sorts, or maybe just plain out fatigue or even hyperactivity. Are we as parents going to even think of a kid needing self-care when they are in the middle of a tantrum? Probably not. Perhaps you're thinking, kids are just kids. What would cause them to feel stress and need some recharge time? Here's some examples of what could cause a kid to have stress in their world. Lack of sleep, poor nutrition, lack of schedule or routine, an abrupt change in their schedule or routine. Too much screen time, too busy of a schedule, parents or others in their environment arguing, sickness, whether it's themselves or others around them, 
news on the TV, or even just a TV show, homework, lack of understanding a school subject, divorce, custody shuffles, and the death of a loved one. This list by no means is complete, but it's a good start. Many things can't be avoided, but as parents, we can help lessen the burden and give kids a chance to process it. Sleep is very important for growing, developing kids. Proper nutrition is a must for our bodies to function at its best. When kids have a routine, it gives them something consistent to depend upon each day. Screen time needs to be limited so they are developing and using other skills. If your kids have extracurricular activities, it shouldn't be every night. They need to be limited so the kid has some downtime. Of course, arguing and tension will create stress in their lives, but you can help them understand by talking about instances when that happens around them. If a kid is sick or a loved one is, then they may not understand that it's temporary and things can and should get better. Kids absorb what's being said on TV, allowing them to watch the news or a TV show above their understanding really isn't adv advisable. They can't reason through things being reported or acted out, and it will cause them to worry about things that really aren't necessary. Homework and lack of understanding subjects is something we as parents can help them with, or at least seek out assistance from a teacher or the school. Divorce is a big one. As adults, we need to do a better job of sheltering the kids from all the emotions and details involved in a divorce. We also need to co-parent and help them work through all that comes with the divorce. Custody shuffles will take time for adjustment and some kids just don't ever really adjust. Just knowing it could be an issue and planning accordingly will really help that child. Death is a concept that most kids don't understand, nor have the needed reasoning capabilities to process. Talking to them about death is a must is a must. With any of these items, don't be afraid to seek out counseling if needed. I also advise having conversations with any caregiver that is involved in your kid's life or school teacher. As a child care provider, it is so helpful when a family explains life changes to me. It allows me a chance to help the kids work through the issues and maybe extend a little bit of extra patience. I don't need all the dirty details just a short, simple explanation. So how can we help a kid with self-care? A great start is modeling this behavior by taking care of ourselves. Expressing how important it is, for example, I'm choosing to eat healthy foods to take care of my body so I feel better, or I'm feeling a little extra tired, so I think I'm gonna go to bed a little bit earlier tonight to get some extra rest. We as parents need to model the behavior. A bubble bath with soft music and lights is raved about. Why not let our kids have the same? Have you ever gave your kids a massage with relaxing music? What about a slow, calm walk around the block? An evening of looking up at the beautiful night sky and the stars? Or just a simple snuggle time while reading stories is also a thought. It doesn't have to be anything major or even expensive, but
but recognizing that our kids also need self-care and need to be taught that it's okay to take those moments for yourself is a very important thing. So I want to go back to a list of responses I got about self-care and talk about them a little bit more. So the first one was setting aside time to work out. It was a response given by a few people. Not only does working out help our physical body and appearance, but it also boosts our mental and emotional well-being. I think this should be a top priority in our daily lives. Showing up for ourselves in this manner each morning starts our day out in the best possible way. A bath is a great way to end the day that has been rough and allow it just to wash away. It's also a great place to let out emotions if crying is all that you feel like doing. Add soft lights and music for extra indulgence. Or as one comment suggested, eating pizza while enjoying a bath. My favorite response was having a dark tan in the summer. It gave me a good chuckle. I myself love spending as much time out in the sun as possible. I feel like it really feeds my soul. So this makes total sense to me. I also find I feel so much better with sun-kissed skin. Not everyone will understand this as being a form of self-care, but we are all different and that's okay. Time in nature is a must, but not all of us have an easy, close escape to that. Going to a park or sitting on the grass or leaning up on a tree trunk is being in nature. A patio that has some plants you can sit next to also is a part of nature. The idea is to try to connect to nature in whatever way is available to you. Spending time with animals is very soothing to many. Just having a pet is a great way to comfort many kids and adults also. I'm very much an animal lover. When I'm having a rough day, all I want to do is sit with my dog and just absorb the unconditional love that Tink has for me. Singing or listening to music can really change our moods very quickly for both adults and kids. A massage or pedicure can help move stuck energy within our bodies. Allowing ourselves a lazy day. This is hard for some to not do much for a day, but it could be just what you need. Setting boundaries was a big response. This means different things to different people but it creates a better space for each of us. Learning to say no, letting go of toxic people in our lives, ensuring we are receiving as much as we are giving and communicating our needs are great examples of setting boundaries. Taking time to breathe and meditate. This is probably the very best place to start self-care by just slowing down and becoming aware of our breath and thoughts is a very powerful practice and a beautiful thing to teach our children. Focusing on gratitude, this creates a much better mindset and life. Creating a beautiful environment around you. It's so calming to spend time in a clean, clutter-free space. Self-acceptance. By giving this to ourselves, it allows us to be just who we are in each moment. It can even create more acceptance of all those people around us. So this wasn't a response, but I want to add it in. Spending time with those you love, such as family or friends. 
I personally cherish the moments I get with my husband and the conversations we have with each other. I can also be having a really bad day and my little granddaughter will do something that just completely turns that day around and puts a big smile on my face and warms my heart. A phone conversation with a dear friend can also leave us feeling replenished. Being in the right company can also be a form of self-care. So what about family self-care? It is very important to plan out time to take care of our family connections, which in turn can also help each family member feel self-care benefits. A good way to connect with family is to totally unplug from the world. The old-fashioned family game night is a great inexpensive way to do this. Turn off all the cell phones, the TV, and all tech gadgets. Focus in on a fun game, maybe even some yummy snacks. Not only does this provide connection, but it can also reinforce learning without kids even knowing it. Certain games involve reading, counting, or adding of dice. This family self-care can also tie back into the importance of family vacations as a form of family self-care. Now, please keep in mind that I am not suggesting that all family is worthy of continued connection. You, as an adult, have to be your own guide as to who is worthy to continue a relationship with. Family can also mean a group of friends that have become your family. It's not just blood. Okay, so how does self-care involve purposeful power? When we each prioritize filling ourselves, our kids, and our family, and any relationship back up, it keeps our power within stronger. By keeping ourselves charged, just like you do your gadgets, it gives us more power to create and pursue our life goals to be the best of our ability. So are you ready to step to take a step towards turning and tuning into your purposeful power within? Check out my website, mypurposefulpowerwithin.com for more information on the services I offer that can help you harness that power within yourself, your kids, and your family. Until next time, I once again remind you to enjoy this journey that we call life.